I think I it should. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting you on the spot unnecessarily. I think it should. I think it's a. It's a beautiful campaign. It's been beautifully shot, and he, you know, his. Uh, he did the work. He accepted the work, and um, yeah. it's there as a reminder that you know, yes, he's died, but for goodness' sake, this was a living, big. breathing human being with great ambition and great hope for the future at various times. You know. Absolutely, I think if they do continue it that they should really lean into the idea of carrying his legacy forward. So then it can't just be what they've shot. They've got to go back and look at the work. How can they make it more rich, more meaningful? Because now it's a totally different feeling to flight somebody's face who a family have just lost. So what are we doing to make the campaign a little bit deeper, a little bit more meaningful? So I think if they are going to go ahead with it, then they should really lean in um, to carrying that legacy. Maybe... Um, a take on looking at men's men- mental health in South Africa as yeah. part of the Odessa campaign would be cool. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, lots of people have come seriously unstuck emotionally, unstuck economically um, after two really, I mean, South Africa at the best of times is not an e- easy place to, uh, to to feel okay. And the last two years have made it that much harder. And um, it is an opportunity to, to highlight the issues of mental health and, and to really play strongly to those. Yeah, I mean, I think every brand has this responsibility in some capacity now because as much as we want to drive purchases, we really have to look after the people to whom we sell. Um, And and I think Mm. the brands that deal with the big stressful themes that can impact on someone's mental health, like financial services, um, maybe even the brands that have been used, whose products have been used as vices like alcohol brands, really need to look at um, putting their hands in. Let's talk heroes and zeros this evening. Um, let's play Karabo, if you would, tonight's hero. Indulge your desires. Be swept away by the fragrance of descent. Take the plunge into impulsive spending until you find yourself deeper and deeper, drowning in debt. In this world of temptation, do you want a bank that takes your money? Or a bank that takes your money seriously. It's a Nedbank ad. It's a, there's a big campaign on similar themes and it's marvellous. Uh, what do you like about it? Well, I love that they're subverting a really serious issue, which is the idea of the cost of consumerism, which is, is like really contrarian because, you know, they're a bank. They give personal loans out to people. And this is a serious issue in South Africa. We haven't really been the best at saving, at living within our means. Of course, there are various issues that add to that. But, you know, just consumerism alone, looking at social media ads and playing into those tropes, how the perfume ad would lure you in and make you feel like you need it and then serve you a chilling message about debt. Um, You know, they use the metaphor in the particular one that you played, which is called Descent, of drowning and I you know when I listen to those ads it's really immersive I can feel the sense of really being engulfed by debt so I really love that Um, and I think this is an interesting one because a lot of brands are moving towards purpose work um, as we refer to it in the industry and this means Mm. work that um, has a higher purpose right what can we as a brand do beyond selling our products and I feel like a lot of the time they're championing a random cause. 
an absolutely far-fetched cause, um, you know, for which they can't make much impact. But I think this is another way to do that. Yes, you're selling products, but what is the issue that your brand can truly and meaningfully make an impact on? I think Nedbank can do that with debt. And I think it's something that they can bring to people's consciousness. Like, what is it costing us to keep spending like this? One of the lines that I like from the campaign is, would you grow it or would you blow it? Which I think... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really I mean, and it's... It also goes back, and you're too young for this, but if you go back far enough in the, <laughs> the, the history of, of Ned Bank's advertising, there was a payoff line, late 70s, early, probably early 80s. If you're serious about money, and now yes. they're saying, take your money seriously. It's that it's harking back to a very effective campaign many, many years ago. Uh, Ned Bank was seen as more exclusive and um, it was really a, a, a snooty bank um, back then. Um, and they now are being a lot more humble about it and encouraged for being far more inclusive in if you want to take your money seriously, if you want your bank to take your money seriously, come and talk to us. It's a, it's a smart campaign. Yeah, I definitely think it's a smart campaign. And to talk to their, I guess, kind of transformation from being the snooty bank to being a bank that can talk in, in the tonality that we would find in social media, I think it's been an interesting journey for them. They did a big um, kind of film project last year or the year before, or even before. It's so confusing with 2020 and 2021. They don't exist anymore. They never <laughs> happened. <laughs> so it might have been 2019, but it was called yeah. Money Secrets. And they were little movies about uh, South Africans who have money secrets. Indeed, many of us suffer from these big like burdens of money that we want to hide. And I think they've been kind of slowly moving um, to this direction, take your money seriously um, for, for some time now. They're doing it in quite an entertaining and provoking way. It's a million miles away from about 2005, six or thereabouts, um, the, the Neisner Seahorse. Who are those people who go to Neisner and <laughs> look after the Neisner Seahorse? Oh, who are those people? Thank goodness they've moved along a long way from, from those days. <laughs> Your zero is absolutely spot on as well. And I'm not qualified to talk about this one, so I'll hand it to you. Thank you. Um, should we? Should I explain the campaign, or will you play? Please do. I, I don't have. I don't have any audio on it. Um, but I would like you to take through us uh, through the campaign. It's for Kotex. It's for feminine hygiene. Um, and yes. it's. It, it, you don't like the way they've tackled the subject. I do not like it. I do not like it. I feel very passionately about this. And I, you know, I, I definitely, being a person that's in the industry, hates to slate my colleagues, but I have to talk about this one. Um, it's Cotex, and the, the the name of the campaign is Lavantuana Abo She Can. There are two things that are really, really bothering me, and I want to talk about it particularly because it is International Women's Month. South African advertisers do participate in the commemoration of International Women's Month, so we'll be seeing a lot of these sorts of femme advertising efforts. And I really hope we can learn from um, what I believe Fem, is a mistake sorry. that it's made. Femvertising. Explain <laughs> yeah, femvertising. Okay. I, I think I get it, but femvertising, it's, it's, a, it's a new one to me. Yeah, so I guess it's just um, advertising to women in particular, um, whether it's like uh, products for women or brands that want to slant themselves towards um, women's causes or women's needs. It's, it's all under this um, banner of femvertising. 
Good. So what don't you like? So um, the first thing I don't like is the message of the campaign, which is period or not, she can. I think this was really, really a tone deaf um, position to take because, you know, women have been opening up on social media, talking about the weight of the period, the kind of pain people endure. And this is just even if you don't have issues like, for example, PCOS, which can cause severe pain during a period. Um, I think it lands as unempathetic um, and, and like it paints this picture that women are strong despite everything, you know, and I really reject that idea. I reject it specifically for black women, women of color, because we've always been painted as these people that are strong and impenetrable. And that kind of excuses any way someone wants to treat you. So as a feminine care brand, I think they should be showing a little bit more care. So periods are difficult. It's not a matter of period or not she can. I think they should lean into what women are saying about their experiences during a, a time of month that they experience over many, many years that can be incredibly unpleasant. That's the first thing. And it came through in the backlash that appeared um, on Twitter. I saw a really mean comment about it that said, throw the whole marketing team away. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that, but I think we can rethink our position about how we talk to women about strength and the issues they go through. And then the second one is about language and local nuance. So they are playing on the title of a popular song, you know, and the grammatical change from that to Aboshikan is completely wrong, just linguistically. So it looks like it might've been written by somebody who doesn't speak Zulu or doesn't understand um, the Nguyen languages very well. And then also just in terms of like, um, taking something that's really cool, like that song, bringing it into your campaign, you've got to do it really well because you're taking something people love from culture and you're using it on behalf of your brand. So, so easy to miss the mark there just culturally um, and as well as with language specifically. Ngabiseng, thought-provoking. Thank you very much indeed. Ngabiseng Motau, the co-founder, chief creative officer at Think Creative Africa. Um, fascinating insights into the African Bank Audacity campaign featuring Ricky Rick. Um, and then Ned Bank gets a hero status, our zero this evening. Kotex, you need to do better.